Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, I'm Colin. And I'm Charlie. And welcome to the CNC Talk Season 2 Highlights. Before, before we move on into 2024 and Season 3, we wanted to take a look back at some of our favorite moments from each episode of the podcast this year. This is completely subjective, and just what our entire team thought were the best moments this year. And without further ado, let's get into the 2023 CNC Talks highlights. Funny news. Well, funny, funny for some people, um, I would Most say some people. justice, certainly. Some some justice certainly. Uh, Andrew Tate has been arrested. Uh, he tried going after Greta Thunberg on Twitter, as, uh, talking about how many cars he had and the emissions of said cars. And um, so he asks for her email so he can share the emissions of those cars. So can we get a little bit more on how that ended up going? Not not well. Um, because Greta Thunberg, as it turns out, is much much smarter than Andrew Tate. Um. Not all that surprising. She responds with this clapback on Twitter. She said, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. That tweet, by the way, Charlie, now the fourth most liked tweet in Twitter history. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, so what was, Tate's re- what was Tate's response then? Um, Not great. Uh, Tate responded with his own. T- he responded with a two-minute clapback video that was a bunch of nonsense. I'm pretty sure that a third grader could have come up with a better response. Um, and he only posted it 10 hours later after presumably he was done crying over the incident. Um, in the response, though, uh, he included a pizza box that he promised not to recycle. And Charlie, that didn't work out too well for him. No, considering the fact that Romanian authorities then used the uh, the pizza store on the box to figure out his location, and he was arrested thereafter for human trafficking. Not a great, not a great New Year's celebration for Andrew Tate. <laughs> um, and on Sunday night, the game of the year, the final game of the season, the Lions beat the Packers, knocking the Packers out of the playoffs, and sending Seattle to play San Francisco. Just talk Either. about this, Charlie. I, I know you want to. Just I'll speak for as long as you want on this. What did I tell you guys? I said, I told you they weren't going to do it. I told you that they were going to get run off their own field by the Detroit Lions. Hey, I was right. Packers fans, it's done. Rodgers might be done. Honestly, I think for your team, it would probably be better if he was done. Start Jordan Love next season. See if he can get back on track. See you next year, Packers. Yeah, so it's a really interesting point that you brought up about Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that he has played his last game? I don't see him going anywhere else. He's said as much Sunday night, but do you think that he will be back next year? He um he might be. And I think the bigger question though is do the Packers want him back? I mean I don't know, but I also get the feeling that if Aaron Rodgers says I'm coming back, then the Packers will just be like, Okay, sure. But I mean the reason that they didn't make the playoffs was because of him. Well, and also because of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Quay Walker. Quay Walker, there you go. Well, yes, but stuff like that happens all the time. There's injuries. Players are out for a play. You can't just Players decide shut... to get ejected by by punching the trainer. But you, you, can't just, you can't just chuck something up on third and ten that is nowhere near your receiver whatsoever and have a game intercepted and that be your last pass of the game and maybe of your career. If that's the last pass of his career, man. Harry and Megan um, have been treated absolutely terribly by the, by the British press. And I get that there are two sides to, this, to every story, but the British press has a lot of issues. I could make an argument that that uh, mainstream British press is more racist than uh, the American press. Um, there could definitely be there, an argument. I mean, that. especially, I mean, look at with sports after the 2020 uh, 20 Euro, which was, of course, played in 2021 after those uh, 
black players missed those penalty kicks, how the British press just went in on them. Yeah, uh, for, and for those who didn't know relentless. England. Yeah, for those who didn't know, England lost to Italy in the finals on penalties. I was actually watching that game. I mean, of course, it was on penalties that yep, they lost. Yeah, because England um, can only lose on penalties. England can only lose on penalties, correct, but... Uh, the Republican Party has a new tax plan. They would like to abolish a federal federal income tax and create a 30% uh, federal sales tax instead. This plan uh, does have no chance of becoming law in this Congress due to Democrats controlling the Senate. Republicans would need to regain control of the Senate and the White House in order to implement this, which is a possibility in 2024. Especially the Senate, Charlie, because, I mean, we talked about it before. That's a tough map for Democrats. Yeah, but but also, can they hold the House? Can they? Yeah, I mean, I think that the Republican House is going to be pretty much a circus, as we've seen already. And that's not going to be good for Republicans, I don't think, when looking at that uh, House map. I think that there's a good chance that the voters say enough. Uh, in 2024. Um, and also, I think that there was just some absolutely terrible campaigning done by Democrats in 2022. And if they're smart enough, they will not make that mistake again in 2024. NFL championship weekend with the Eagles beating the 49ers and the Chiefs beating the Bengals. Let's get your thoughts, Charlie, on both of those games. We'll start with the Eagles and the 49ers. Yikes, San Francisco's quarterback room is a hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, bad. That's yeah. they they had to throw um, concrete arm Purdy out there, um, which did not work. He looked to be in some pain, and of course now we know he's out for six out months for six at months. least. So what do you think though that that means for their quarterback competition next year? Because I doubt that Jimmy Garoppolo will be back, but you've got Trey Lance, who's injured. You got Brock Purdy. I mean, they should both be healthy by the time training camp starts. We'll see. Very stupid solution. Get Tom Brady. I mean. I don't think it's that stupid. I think it's a very real possibility. But here's the question. Do you trust... Is it, let's say Purdy is still a little bit injured. Do you, Would you rather play Brady or would you play Trey Lance? I'd rather play Brady. I mean, I'd, it's Tom six Brady. six months older, I'd still Tom Brady. Wait, here's the thing, Charlie, in this conception. The Buccaneers were bad this year. Tom, they had Tom, Mike Evans. Yeah, oh no, Tom Brady was not bad. Chris Tom, Godwin. Tom Brady played... Okay, and the 49ers have Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Yes. And Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. Tom Brady played bad with the weapons he had. So that means... He didn't play that badly, though. The rest of their team sucked, but he did not suck. I... I, I would disagree with that. Yelling at your offensive lineman on the sideline because you didn't get a good pass off is not acceptable. Looking back on the last few seasons, Charlie, mm-hmm. if the Nets could have seen how this had gone, the idea of pairing Durant and Irving together, would they have done it? I would say no. Right? Just a disaster. It ended with Three trade requests from Harden, who they brought in, from Durant, and then Irving. Durant's the only one who has not been traded, at least as of this taping. Um, it was uh, marred by scandals off the court with Irving refusing to get vaccinated. Uh, obviously, then him with the anti-Semitic problems, him getting suspended by the team. Um, just completely off-court drama that's what marked this era of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Durant and Irving had everything that they wanted. They got their head coach that they wanted. They got their GM that they wanted. They got Harden. When that didn't work out, because it was James Harden and that personality just didn't work with uh, the other two, they brought in Ben Simmons. That was a fiasco. And do you know what they got out of this era? What? They won one playoff series. And it was against. And it was the, against this. Uh, and it was against a play-in team. The Celtics. The Celtics in 2021. That's the result. That's what they have to show for it. And I think that this was a good trade for the Nets. Honestly, anything that gets rid of Kyrie Irving, in my opinion, was a good trade. But I, I think it was a terrible trade for the Mavericks, especially since um, we have no clue how that's going to work. And if Kyrie Irving doesn't sign with Dallas this off-season. Well, then the Mavericks are really screwed. Fonto, we have a quick question, which is uh, someone wants to know whether we can talk about the disastrous effects of climate change on Jamaica. 
Yeah, so I don't actually know a whole lot about this, Charlie, but I'm assuming that, I mean, it could def sea level rise could definitely have major effects on Jamaica. Well, and the bigger concern in that area is hurricanes. As hurricanes, Hur yeah. I mean, we, we, you've heard of Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Haiti getting hit. I Puerto believe Rico. The, Puerto Rico. And I think as these hurricanes begin to get bigger, Jamaica's going to come under threat from those as well. Yeah, but exactly. uh, thank you for submitting your question. And that also is really bad for the economy, too. Oh, no, absolutely. So, I mean, right, climate change, long term, will hurt, the will hurt the economy much more than the short term effects of investing in uh, better, uh, like in a greener economy. Um, NFL, it's about Russell Wilson. He actually demanded that he be traded from the Seahawks or that they fired Pete Carroll. What are yeah, your thoughts yeah. on this? He And I'm Russell not, Wilson himself was eventually traded. Yeah, I'm not that surprised at all. That That is seems a lot like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is, in a lot of ways, a fraud. Yeah. Just, I mean... He got he he got people fired. He had the phony charity um, that he won Walter Payton Man of the Year for, by the way. Um, he of of course he asked for Carol and Schneider to be fired. I don't care that he denies it. Of course that's what happened, Russell. Everyone knows that we we know you. You care a lot about your personal legacy. At this point, you're just trying to save face in Seattle. It's too late. Yes, you're a Seahawks legend. You gave them the, their first Super Bowl. You're, you're the greatest Seahawks quarterback of all time. No. Nope. Yes. By the time Geno's done, he'll be better. I don't. I do not think that that's true. We're winning the Super Bowl with Geno Smith. I'm calling it. That is possible. He will still not be as good as Russell Wilson was. But some of the decisions that Wilson made make him very dislikable in Seattle's eyes. Seattle. Frankly, I'm and I'm surprised that they did, but they made the right choice by choosing Pete Carroll and John Schneider over Russell Wilson. And as a result, I would bet money on them having a better season than the Broncos next year. Let's go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No more and more difficult to be an LGBTQ person in America. And I believe one of the reasons that they are doing this is the Republican Party is conservative, but also they have a lot of religious institutions of uh, Christianity uh, and the sub variants variants of that in their ideology and they're the main ones who are pushing this anti-LGBT have this big anti-LGBTQ yeah. push. It's funny because I feel like Christianity is just completely being misinterpreted by these people. I, they, I it mean, is. Right, I, it's like it's supposed to be about love, right? Love thy neighbor. Yep. And like where is that? Where It's just hate. I, I think mean, they so forgot to read like, that part. Well, like, exactly. And I feel like religion, and we've discussed this a little bit on our podcast in the past, but I feel like religion is being used to justify bigotry. Yes. And religion's not an excuse for no, bigotry. No, of course it isn't. And yeah, so and it's being used as one. It is. It is being used as one. Um. It is the three-year anniversary of the COVID pandemic. Colin, what do you remember about when the world f shut down at initially? Yeah. So, the question. I. I think I vividly remember. I think the first mark was when the NBA shut down their season, which is interesting because school, for me at least, had already closed. Like, they had already shut down my school a couple days earlier, and so we were just getting started with online stuff. And actually, on March 11, 2020, I had a late-night flight down to Arizona to watch spring training. And my family was kind of deciding, should we go? Is this even worth doing at this point? Uh, and we were kind of like, yes. And then we saw the news that the NBA had shut down their season, and we were like, yeah, no, this is actually going to be really bad. There's no point in going. All the sports are going to shut down. And let's also remember, Charlie, it didn't feel bad for a while because right, there were so few 
testing resources, right? We had a lot more cases than we thought because our country was just so far behind on testing. And then also, of course, we're in Seattle. Seattle was one of the first regions that was really hit hard. It was like where the first couple cases were reported and likely where the first big outbreak started in the United States. And, you know, I just, I went to a friend's house and I didn't really think it was that bad. I remember thinking, okay, SKU's going to be closed for a few weeks, we'll be good, and then we'll go back. And it was really about... I don't know, maybe a couple weeks later when I really started to realize this is gonna be this is gonna get bad and this isn't gonna get better anytime soon. And then really over the summer I really began to realize this is gonna last a really long time. Well you bring up an interesting point though, which is that you probably remember when everything was shutting down, everyone was just like, It's gonna be a two week thing, we're all gonna be back to work, right? And as those two weeks went on it began it began to seem a lot harder to see how it was even possible that it would last two weeks because it, if we all just went back to work and school and all the rest, we, it would still be just a mass outbreak. And the goal, of course, at that point was just flattening the curve. And like, really the only way that was possible was to wait it out for the long haul. And, and I think the key there is flattening it horizontally. Yeah, exactly. And, also, and thank goodness, though, that we were able to get out a safe and effective vaccine as quickly as possible. And it really was in some ways a medical miracle that we were able to get a vaccine out that quickly and that is what has allowed us to return to our mostly normal lives. Tragic news out of Nashville, Tennessee, where there was another school shooting that left three kids dead and these kids were in were elementary school age. Yeah, from the ages from preschool to sixth grade and yet again, it's the same thing again. Is anyone surprised? No one's surprised, but let, let's take a look at Tennessee for a moment, Charlie. Tennessee's big thing in the last several months has been trying to ban drag queens because they want to, quote-unquote, protect the children. Do you know how many people have died from drag queens in the state of Tennessee? I can't imagine very many. Zero. Zero. Do you know how many people have died from gun violence? I don't know, probably 30? Yeah, I don't know the exact number, but it's a lot. And that number grew by three today, and they were children. Like was it six? Elementary school children, age children. I think it was three kids, six people in total, including the shooter, I believe. And, and obviously, the Republicans saying all the same stuff. I'm absolutely heartbroken. I, thoughts and prayers to the uh, people affected. But they do not give a word that I'm not going to say. Um, they they just they don't. Otherwise, they would be quick to take action so that nothing like this could ever happen again. But they won't because they don't care about the children. They care about the money that is flowing into their pockets from the NRA. Yeah, and we'll start with. March Madness. Um, Charlie, let's start on the women's side. Um, a pretty good Final Four. Um, uh, we'll start with uh, LS, that LSU-Virginia Tech game. Um, this is a pretty good game, LSU coming out on top. But then, Charlie, that Iowa-South Carolina game. Every bit oh. as exciting as it was chalked up to be. Yes, it was. And then the finals kind of fell apart a little bit. We so we said I don't know if we said it last week or two weeks ago, but we said um, whoever wins that South Carolina Iowa game would win the national championship. And Charlie, how about you tell people how that prediction went? I mean, giving our bra- given our bracket special for anyone who watched that, how do you still trust us on these things? We have no idea what we're doing. Apparently, I mean, so, I feel yeah. like my takes come from somewhere, but apparently, it's always from the wrong place. And mine are just generally don't make sense most of the time, but somehow most of them work. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. The Iona one didn't, but... The Iona one didn't, and now they lost Rick Patino. But is now that, they is have... It, is that what's his name? The, the Farley Dickinson coach. What's his name? I don't know. Tobin Anderson, I think. Hmm. He's their new head coach. That's three weeks in a row, by the way, that we've mentioned the fact that I chose Iona. Yeah. You've gotten a lot of content out of that absolutely Out of that one text. stupid joke I made. It wasn't a joke. Yes, you actually was. thought Iona would be half decent. Objectively, it was a joke. 
And in the stupid thing that happened in Tennessee this week, Tennessee attempted to kick out two legislatures who were supporting anti-gun legislation. Those two representatives were later reinstated. Well, actually, Charlie, they tried to kick out three, but they were unsuccessful in kicking out the white one because, you know, racism. Racism and, and Tennessee go pretty well together. They do. And like you said, they, they those the two that were kicked out, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, they were later uh, reinstated. Um, a fairly fascist move. And the Tennessee House Speaker, now Colin Sexton, going going through some things. Uh, he, it's been revealed that he's been having affairs with uh, seemingly everyone, including the, I believe, Deputy Communications Director for um, the for the governor, Bill Lee, in Tennessee. He also apparently does not live in his district, which is a crime. This seems That's like a, a weird he's... thing that's continuing because we remember that that was a thing that Herschel Walker had a problem with that, and, and it's happened again to the Republicans. And, which... so did, and so did Dr. Oz. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, seems to be a real problem that Republicans are going through. Uh, wouldn't it be nice, Charlie, if politics could be mostly scandal-free? Yeah, but I don't think that's very possible. Although, I guess then uh, we wouldn't really have anything to talk about on this podcast. Keep the political chaos going. SpaceX ro- launched their rocket, their Starship rocket, on Friday with a successful launch pad launch before in a few minutes into the launch, it began to spin before exploding. What are your thoughts on this, Colin? Sorry, I thought you meant uh, rapid, unscheduled disassembly, Charlie. That is what they have claimed happened. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not entirely sure if we consider this a success or not. Uh, SpaceX is definitely taking the victory lap. Um, That rocket seems to be very, uh, seems to resemble um, all of Elon's um, business ventures recently, is that they all have just completely gone up in flames. Um, So, I I don't know. SpaceX confuses me. I think it is a success for them, considering this is the furthest that they have ever gotten. But I do think it is, in in some ways, a failure, considering it's never good when the thing you spent a lot of time building explodes. Yeah, so they they eventually plan to carry humans on this, am I correct? Uh, They they do plan to. This This is the rocket that is planned to be used for the moon landings. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not going on that, ever. No. So this sets up, in all likelihood, a Biden and Trump rematch for 2024. Yeah, I mean, especially when you look right now at that Republican primary, Trump has been steadily building a lead as DeSantis is just imploding at the moment. Yes, Um, as DeSantis continues at every single opportunity to not only shoot himself in the foot, at this point, he's shot himself in the head several times. Exactly. And then Biden don't anticipate any serious challengers. Um, Most uh, potential candidates, such as Gavin Newsom or Bernie Sanders, have already endorsed Biden. Leaves the main challengers as um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, anti-vaxxer who's not going to win, and Marianne Williamson, another anti-vaxxer who does not have the name Kennedy, uh, um, who's going to lose by even more. And we have some more news from America's favorite absolute mess, Donald Trump. Uh, yes, we very much do. Um, Trump, as we all know, involved in lots of legal cases in the middle of his trial uh, for the defamation trial of Eugene Carroll. Um, this news, actually, though, from the New York case uh, where he was just indicted on in the, the hush money case with Stormy Daniels and other women, woman, a doorman. Um, it's where he paid hush money. Um, the judge in that case has just issued a gag order on Trump, so he he can't talk about what what happened or anything. Uh, so, and that's I don't interesting see how he because follows that. It's interesting to see because does this benefit him? Because knowing him, he'll probably say something. He probably would have said something stupid that might have been detrimental to his case in the first place. Also, two things. Yes, you're absolutely right. 
Second of all, I have a hard time believing that he's going to follow a gag order. And the gag order, in my opinion, only going to be as strong as the judge is willing to enforce it. We'll see if the judge actually has the courage to hold Trump in contempt if he violates the gag order. Let's talk about Phoenix. Let's yeah, do it. Phoenix did eventually lose to Denver, as many people did expect. That they series didn't just lose, Charlie. They got annihilated. It, it was it was it was 2022 all over again. It was, and interesting enough, Kevin Durant still hasn't won a championship without the Warriors. Yeah, so I, I can I can still I can still gloat about that. What needs to change in Phoenix? They fired their head coach, but but Booker and Durant are obviously a legit duo. Should Aiton be on this team next year? Should Chris Paul be on this team next year? I would say yes. I think they had a difficult stretch. Chris Paul, of course, getting injured. Aiden playing not very well. But I do think they deserve to be on this team. And I think the key for them moving forward is they gave a lot of depth and a lot of quality players away in the Durant trade. I think they need to rebuild that support cast around those four big players. Yeah, I mean, you bring up an interesting point because they had four stars, frankly. That's what it is. They had four legit stars. And, and then, then absolutely nothing else. Yeah, and then no one else. Like, where was where was the supporting talent? It didn't exist. It's been two years in a row that Aiton seems to have completely given up on the team in the postseason. I'm looking to move on from him if I'm the Suns and maybe trade him for some role yeah, players. You, you could potentially trade him for some depth. I could see that working. Who wants him? Yeah, that's the question. This is why I mean, we need to bring this Supersonics back. Let's go. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now let's move to an even bigger fiasco. Ron DeSantis' presidential announcement on Twitter. It feels like his campaign is over before it even began, Charlie. Oh, yeah, it certainly does. I think it's over at this point. What He's an losing absolute... by 40 points in the polls to Trump, by the way. Yeah, this his, it was this was an absolute disaster. There was a bunch of glitches. It crashed at one point, I believe. Yeah, so for those that do not know, DeSantis decided to launch his presidential campaign for no particular reason on Twitter spaces with Elon Musk. What could go wrong? A lot of turns, things, as it turns, turns out. out. Quite a bit went wrong. Um, actually, you know what? Every, every Everything went wrong, actually. Um, there were glitches, um, people talking that were supposed to be muted. Um, the servers allegedly melted because there were so many people. It, it was pretty bad. And then Musk also wanted to talk more about Twitter and Tesla than about DeSantis. Um it was bad. Yeah, definitely a disaster. So I I think that's the last of the presidential announcements on Twitter, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's humiliating for DeSantis. I feel like it's got to be even more humiliating for Elon Musk, though. Yeah, I mean, considering the app that he now owns couldn't even handle a live stream properly. All right, let's move on to golf, everyone's favorite sport. Colin. What's going on? In the don't TV? don't 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 rip golf. Don't rip golf. And I'm, I'm I I haven't ripped racing. I don't think someone can probably go check the tape. Okay. Have um, I ripped Have I ripped it on the podcast? To our editors who are editing this, please at some point over the summer make a compilation of of uh, Colin roasting racing. It, it probably will be a very short compilation, but whatever. It'll be about three minutes, probably. Anyway, I don't know. I I I'll I'll roast the Indy 500. I won't roast F1. F1's right. fine. It's a pretty big deal, Charlie. Some of these yes. counts. Lots of jail time associated. If anyone and else yet, did anything like this, 
they'd be in jail no. for the rest of their life. And yet, it doesn't matter. He's still going to win the Republican nomination. It doesn't matter what happens to him here. It might affect the presidency results, possibly. But for the primary, this honestly kind of helps him, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get in in a couple minutes to the reaction from the Republican side. But Charlie, like just just the gravity of these charges, like what was done here, he took our nation's most sensitive secrets, including, according to the charging document, um, some nuclear secrets. And he um, put them in the shower. He put the, he put them in the shower. Yeah, and then Charlie, there was some more, some really tragic news regarding a submarine. Do you have any more details on that? This just broke a few hours before we're taping this. Yeah, there was a submarine that I believe was exploring some Titanic ruins. Yeah, the Titanic I, ruins, which are like 10,000 feet down. And the, something, very something happened. deep sea. So something happened with the submarine, and now the people in the submarine are lost? Yeah, so I, I believe that they lost connection. I mean, this is it, eight hours the planned journey five people can fit in the submarine it goes really far down over 10,000 feet down about an hour 45 minutes in it lost connection there is a search team down there but at this point it things are not looking promising on that front Charlie but so Zuckerberg launched threads and in a clear sign of just how many people hate Twitter right now it got millions on millions of signups in the first 48 hours. And Elon Musk is not very happy about this, um, calling Musk, sorry, calling Zuckerberg a cheater. And uh, then firing uh, this off, he wrote, Zuck is a cuck. And then I propose a literal dick measuring contest. Charlie. Yeah. I'm putting my money on Zuck for that one. <laughs> I'd still rather see a cage fight. All right. Um, yeah, WNBA All-Star Week. Um, uh, not This was in Vegas. Not as much fanfare, partly because the league decided to schedule it, schedule some of their events for 4 p.m. on a fr- 4 p.m. Eastern on a Friday. Not Which doesn't schedule. seem like the best time to schedule something. No, and this was mostly because ESPN instead wanted to air in primetime the NBA Summer League. I mean, the WNBA needs to find a network that actually cares. But um, in the three-point contest was amazing. The NBA record in the three-point contest is 31, tied between Steph Curry and uh, Tyrese Halliburton. It's out of a potential 40 points. Sabrina Ganescu of the New York Liberty, she got 37 points. That is very impressive. Just a ridiculous round by Ionescu. Talked about a lot of just complete debacles uh, on this show so far. Uh, uh, Let's let's talk about uh, X, Charlie. Not Twitter anymore. Because somebody had just this, this tremendous idea to rename it X. And Colin, may I ask why he's done this? I mean, you can ask, but that doesn't mean that there's an answer, let alone a good one. Um, I, I I don't know what to say. It's I, I I guess it's I guess it's called X now because Elon really likes the letter X. He tried to name PayPal that SpaceX. Um, he literally tried to name his kid X, and now he's named Twitter X. I mean, X is copyrighted by Microsoft right now. The logo they created Twitter X in a pre-existing font that someone else created. They don't hold the at X Twitter account right now. It's still at Twitter. Right? They they were finally able to get X.com. Which feels like a porn site, by the way. It does. It sounds like one, too. 
to me, this is, I agree that it's dangerous because this is continuing a trend of college sports being less about the sports and being more about the money. Or in other words, just becoming the next professional league except that the players don't get paid. Right? It, it's, it's all about the money. Does anybody think... College yeah, football I, is becoming a yeah. minor. It's becoming minor league baseball. Well, yeah. Like, does does anybody think, Charlie, that by this conference, I guess we'll call it realignment, though really it's destruction. It's does anybody implosion. think that the product? Does anybody think that the product is going to be improved? Does Absolutely anybody not. think that this is good for the student athletes who are allegedly still students? I mean. I get that football's a big money maker, but what about the tennis players? What about the tennis players at Washington, the University of Washington, who are now sometimes going to have to go travel to Rutgers, right? What what about what about the softball players, uh, Arizona, who are going to have to travel to the University of Central Florida, right? All in the, all, so that a few people, specifically. University presidents um, and TV executives who already are not short on cash just get a few extra bucks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's move on now to events, world events, not on this world. I remember that I said that for the SpaceX uh, launch. In air quotes. So now it's time for the Russian moon landing in air quotes. Colin? Yeah, Russia had a... Uh, Charlie, you you might know more about this than me, but Russia, Russia attempted to land something on the moon, and it did not go well. Uh, no, it did not. The uh, craft did not land successfully, I believe. Uh, so just like what's going on in Ukraine, Russian missiles don't work very well. I mean, are you surprised? Uh, no, there's, the, the Iranians probably gave them that one. <laughs> I mean, right, long, long story short, though, right, Russia's in technology, I guess, is in shambles. It's bad. Yes, a plane that we believe was carrying Peroshkin and was a, a couple other Wagner commanders was shot down, meaning, or possibly shot down it, collapsed or crashed, crashed with a wing missing um which so probably shot probably down. shot down which means the russians actually got one of their missiles to work yeah i mean that that's 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 the first time in a while it's the first time in a while this is huge obviously political news wagner obviously is now gonna have to find a new leader if it still exists at this point even yeah and i mean we just we discussed this back in uh just a couple months ago when he tried uh Prigozhin tried to pull off a coup inside russia after uh, after only being, I guess, employed by Putin, sort of. Uh, yes, and it was interesting because it seemed like they had a deal, but it was kind of weird because then they were moving to Belarus, and I think yeah. this is now the final ending of the fallout of that coup from a few, for attempted coup yeah. from a few months ago. I mean, he started it, and it was looking pretty good, and then it seemed to just be called off because it seems like the Belarus president, uh, uh, Lukashenko, was maybe ma managed to broker a deal. It would seem, at least to me, Charlie, pretty stupid of uh, Prigozhin to take this deal, given that I don't know how he thought that he was going to be safe uh, from Putin. I mean, I, I, you could not convince me that Putin would not want him dead. And while we don't necessarily know that that is what happened, that seems to be the likely outcome here. So I th what I think is interesting is that given that there's still two races this season, Charlie, in the United States, right? First in Austin and then in Las Vegas near the end of the season. Um, I don't feel like that can be good for growing the sport in the United States if basically the championship is over by the time these races happen in the United States. Yeah, I think it does kill fan atmosphere a little bit, 
But considering the fact that Red Bull will now no longer be taking any risks and most likely focusing on development, we may see some more wacky results in there as teams really are playing for just position in the championship at this point in the lower rankings. Teams are making gutsier decisions as we come down the wire. That's why the 2021 season was so fun. The title wasn't decided till the last race. Looking back on it, considering what we know now, I think probably, I know I said at the time I was happy Verstappen won. Yeah, not anymore. Hey, Russ. How's it going? How's it going there in in Denver with your new coach and uh, losing to the Raiders? I picked the Broncos, and about five seconds later after we got off our recording, I realized how much of a mistake that was. You lost to the Raiders. You lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, uh, Colin, I have a question Which is you. terrible. Colin, I got a question for you. Do you want the Broncos for, like, an extra draft for, so I can get an extra draft pick next year? I want the Broncos. I know. There them. is no chance that I want the Broncos on my team. Uh, the... You lost to the Raiders' defense. You scored 16 points on the Raiders' defense. Uh, is this continuing the trend where if they scored 18 points, they'd win, like, almost all of their games? Yeah, and Russ still can't do it. Now, granted, Russ wasn't terrible. I mean, he, he had a decent line. Obviously, it hurts to have Jerry Judy out, but, guys, this is not going well in Denver. And I don't think Sean, so can fix, Sean can't fix this, can he? I don't know why we thought he could. It doesn't. You and that's not taking anything away from Sean Payton, who I do believe is a very good head coach. It's just not a workable situation when you have this quarterback under contract for the next several years, taking up all of your cap space. That is straight up bad. Now he's opened impeachment proceedings into Joe Biden. Not because he actually believes in it, not because he believes that it will be good for the Republican Party in keeping the House, winning the White House in 2024, but because he wants to keep his job as Speaker of the House and the Freedom Caucus is forcing him to open these impeachment hearings into just about nothing. Uh, and so he's, he's just letting the clowns take over and the clowns him kicked out. Matt Gates is expected any day to bring a motion to vacate the chair to the House floor. Mac- McCarthy will could be out as Speaker of the House in just a, a matter of days, and he will be left with the worst legacy of any Speaker because he did absolutely nothing during his term. He was a puppet Speaker for the crazies the entire time, Charlie. Yeah, I think that really is important, the fact that he was put, he was put in power essentially by that Freedom Caucus, gave them a lot of concessions. Let's talk a little bit about that Monday night football game that you and I just both finished watching. Because, Charlie, this is the first time this year I've actually watched a Giants game from start to finish. Oh, my God, they're bad. Like, it's, it's really bad. Daniel Jones got sacked 11 times. And threw, what, three interceptions? The Seahawks' D-line wasn't supposed to be that good, and they're not that good. Yeah. Seahawks won that game with basically none of their offensive line playing. But they're, they're With starting quarterback. None of their team. The entire Seahawks team is injured. It was like the Giants A team versus the Seahawks preseason team, and the Seahawks won by a lot. The Giants so far this season have six first half points. That is wild. I'm pretty sure that they only have six first half points. Week one they lost forty to nothing. Week two they were down twenty eight. I think tw- I think twenty eight something. Going into half, thinking 28-3, and they lost. They got obliterated by the Niners, and then they put up three points the entire game against Seattle. It's sad. It's it's really quite pathetic what they've put up. Yeah, I mean, I think we all really we want a way in which Israel and Palest and or Israelis and Palestinians can coexist, but I'm not sure what the path forward is, Zach, for that. Uh, while Hamas is still in power. Yeah, and I think um, I wanted to clear up something, which is that we've been sort of referring to Hamas as the government of Palestine, and I think I think that's a little bit of a misrepresentation. Um, I think, you know, Hamas is just as much um, the government of of Palestine that, like, Al-Qaeda was 
somewhat the government of Iraq at one point. Like it, it's not, it's, they're connected because they're Palestinian, but they're really, it's a terrorist group. And it just happens to be that Hamas is the most powerful group in Palestine currently, and that's why they're in power. But nobody, I wouldn't call a terrorist group a government personally. Um, it is similar to um, Afghanistan in that respect, where they have a, uh, a kind of like pseudo government with the Taliban that doesn't does, doesn't represent right. the thoughts and ideas of the people, but they are the only ones who have the power to affect the decisions made. Exactly. Charlie, let's not uh, bury the lead any longer. Uh, it's too late for prime time. It's over. That was a disaster. 28 nothing at half, and Colorado found a way to lose. 29 nothing. 29 nothing. They the, and then they they gave it up. Stanford. Stanford's a terrible team. Like one of the truly one of the worst in all of college football, and you let them. Get back into the game at first, then really make that comeback, kick that field goal to tie things up at the end of regulation. Then in overtime, uh, first of all, absurd catch, like truly absurd catch um, by that Stanford wide receiver to tie up the game in first overtime. And then Shadur Sanders, uh, oops, throwing the pick into the end zone in second overtime. Stanford wins it with a field goal. It's, a, it's over, Charlie. It is. It is too late for prime time. We also have an update on a couple of people in Trump's legal staff. It's never good when your lawyers are pleading guilty to crimes that they committed. It's really, really bad, Charlie, when your lawyers are pleading guilty. Like, really, really bad. This is Sidney Powell and Kenneth Cheesebro. These are some of the defendants... In that Georgia case, the one involving racketeering, 19 defendants, one of them had pled out guilty uh, uh, some time ago. But now Powell and Cheesebro, they asked for quicker trials than the rest, so their trials were expected to start quite soon, um, in fact, this week. But at the last minute, both Powell and Cheesebro pled guilty, so they're, Charlie, they're not going to get jail time, they're going to get significant probation personal opinion you should probably get jail time for trying to overthrow the government but that that might just be me but the big key here charlie is that they are cooperating with the investigation they are compelled to testify truthfully against trump against any of the other defendants charlie this could be huge for for that case yeah i it absolutely can can be especially when you get people as close to him as Cheesebro uh, cheese and Powell were, this could end up revealing some things about uh, many of Trump's investigations that he's currently in and the trials against him as well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the Jets and the Giants, Charlie. This was, of all of the games played this season, this was certainly one of them. This was genuinely awful. This was terrible. It was a bad product. The Giants had their third-string quarterback. Both teams combined for 24 punts. The game ended 13-10. And the Giants had seven yards passing. Yes, not 70. Seven. Seven. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. Now let's move to some a little bit more ominous news. Um, That government shutdown that we avoided... Just a few weeks ago, it is looming up yet again. The government will shut down on Friday at midnight if nothing is passed. And in fact, it doesn't look like Congress can do much of anything right now because the only resolution that they've put across is the resolution that McCarthy did that got him removed. So this is either going to go, this is yet again going to go nowhere. The Republicans won't support it. So 
Thus, we find ourselves in the same situation we had. We're going right down to the wire again. It doesn't seem like this this group could do anything at all, except maybe possibly push it down the line again and fire Johnson, which would just cause the exact same loop again. Yeah, no, it's 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 a really fascinating situation in all of the worst ways. They had like a month and a half, but they spent three weeks of that finding a new speaker and then the next two on vacation. So now they're here. And by here, I mean, just about nowhere. The what Charlie, what you were referencing, it's it's like a basically a clean, continuing resolution. So no cuts, something that the Freedom Caucus is, again, not thrilled with. It's the same thing that McCarthy did. I could see Democrats voting for it again. Uh, probably more Democrats will vote for it than Republicans. Now, that might mean that it can actually pass and the government stays open for a few more months before we have to do it all again in January or something. But what does that mean for Mike Johnson's future? Are the far right going to sacrifice him next? I mean, time will tell, but it's, again, just a complete circus in Washington. It keeps on being a circus over and over again. Now we have some news from OpenAI, the creators of ChatGPT. Colin, exactly what are they doing? And uh, just how bad Ooh, is it? It's bad. It's really bad. This company in the last week has just completely fallen apart. Um, they're bored. They fired their CEO apparently because they felt that they did not have sufficient oversight over the CEO. As a result, the president resigned. Uh, the CEO has just uh, joined Microsoft to lead a very high secret, top secret team uh, regarding AI. The, the president has also joined him there. And now the overwhelming majority of employees, Charlie, have signed on to a letter saying that if the board does not resign, uh, then they will join uh, Sam Altman, the CEO at Microsoft. They will all leave OpenAI. So this is just an absolute disaster for the company. It's been a really rough week for a company that was honestly doing really, really well over the last year or so. Yes, yes, it is. And obviously, the market for AI and AI writing services of course, very unstable at the moment, considering how new this technology is. I can see the thought on that, because just of how bad of a look George Santos has on that party. I mean, I don't think they need any help looking bad, but one of the things to consider is, would they get rid of his, would they get rid of him? Because if they do, it only hurts them, because they lose a seat that they had in the House, and obviously he's not running in 2024, and even if he does, he would lose by a landslide. So only you do if you're the Republicans is force a guy out who's already going to not get elected again in 2024. Yeah, so you lose a yeah, seat. So from a strategic perspective, I don't think it's a good idea. And that's why I don't think this will happen. I mean, I, I kind of disagree, though, because, well, I, like, you, you're right. He will lose. But I think that Republicans would like to make their odds of winning that seat um, next time better. And I think that they don't want to be saying, be having to say, we are the party of George Santos. That's probably not a winning message. And if they uh, vote to expel him, it's a lot harder for Democrats to stick that message on them. So I think that there is that strategy. I also don't think it matters that much for them to lose the seat for the next year, because it's not like the Republican majority in Congress was accomplishing a whole lot as it was. So it's not like they're going to be accomplishing even less because they weren't accomplishing anything, even with him. And there will be a special election there in a few months. We believe, assuming that he's expelled, we believe that they will be able to schedule one before the general election in 2024. We'll see what ends up happening there. And that again, it's a swing district. Biden won the district in 2020. Uh, Santos obviously won the district in 2022 in his House race. So we'll see how they vote. The New York Democratic Party is kind of a mess at the moment, to be completely honest. Let's get to the four teams. Who made the playoffs? All right, Michigan and Washington. That makes sense. Michigan's number one. Yep. Washington's number two. You could have switched those two if you wanted to, but both those I teams would. are solidly one-two. I would, sw I would switch those teams. I just think Washington, they have more quality wins than Michigan. They've blown out some teams. Michigan really, really hasn't. Um, I, I just I think Washington is, is a better team than Michigan, but it, it's close. Michigan, I, don't, I don't hate the decision. Michigan and Washington, Power 5 conference champion, undefeated season. You're in automatically. So, right? I mean, I mean, Florida State's in, and the four seeds between Texas and Alabama, because Georgia's probably out. 
So they give Texas the three seed. Okay. So Florida State's the... Nope, they're out of the playoffs. Because number four is Alabama. Did the committee get this right? leave out the SEC. Did this committee get this right? This decision, Charlie, made a mockery of the entire sport of college football. What is the point of playing the games when a team like Florida State, undefeated, yeah, 13-0, Power 5 conference champions, they won the ACC, they missed the playoffs. How? How? Okay. You want to say, oh, it's the best team and not the most deserving team? Well, how, how is best team defined? Is it just completely arbitrary? No, there's specific criteria for who the best team is. And Florida State was better than Alabama in those criteria. Um, Charlie, do you have a thing of the week this week? Or I do. Of the week, I should say. Oh, All right, what yes, is it? I do. Go ahead. All right, so... It's usually a sports stat, and it is again. The Detroit Pistons are absolutely awful. Sure. They have lost 20, 20, is it 22 straight games? It might be 23 by the time the straight games. I think it's 24. I think it's 24. Is it? Because I I, I think they have 24 losses, but I think it's 24. I think they're 2 and 25. They started 2 and 1. Yes, then 24 straight losses. So the question is, they're... Which team has the record? What season was losses? And how many le- how many to- losses did they lose in a row? They've got to be close to the record, right? I mean, they are. There's, yeah, there's, they are very close. I'm gonna say it's like 27 losses in a row. I have no clue what it was, but you're probably gonna say the Hornets because it probably is the Hornets. So uh, I will I will tell you the number because you were so close. It's 28. Okay. Yeah, I was in the ballpark what, at least. Do you know what team it is? No, it's the, the they actually it was the seventy sixers because uh, at the end of they they lost they they carried a losing streak at the end of the twenty fourteen fifteen season into the twenty fifteen sixteen season, but if you're talking about um just single season it's twenty six also by the seventy sixers in 2014, <laughs> which a year before that was the year that the Bobcats won seven games so uh it is very possible that we see that record broken as well. I mean, I don't know about that. The, I mean, the Pistons are bad, but are they really going to win less than seven games? That seems I mean, hard to believe, but you never know. In the year since uh, Uvalde, there have been over 670 mass shootings in the United States. A mass shooting is four or more people dead or injured. 670 of those. That and is I want to... I want to clarify. I want to clarify. We're not suggesting that nothing has been done. We're just suggesting that what has been done is not enough and not on a big enough scale. Absolutely. It is it is not even close. Six hundred and seventy deaths from gun violence. Or sorry, no, mass shootings. Not deaths from gun violence. Deaths from gun violence has been thousands and thousands and thousands. Mass shooting that is unacceptable. No other country. Ever ha- has ever had to deal with anything like what the United States has now. I mean, we also, right in in the middle of this past year, we have celebrated or not really celebrated, mourned the the ten year anniversary of Sandy Hook, which has a lot of comparisons to this event, Charlie. With what you said about Stanton, though, do you believe that he will actually? open up the checkbook this offseason? Like, do you actually have confidence that he'll do at least partially what it takes to meaningfully improve this team? Uh, no, because he hasn't really given us a reason to think otherwise, right? So until he gives us a reason to think otherwise, I'm probably going to be pretty firm on no. At least to, like, I think he'll spend some. I think the, I think the Mariners do have money to work with, to a certain degree that Jerry and Justin do have money to work with. It's really that they just don't want to give out like the 10 year deal. You know, they don't want to be on the hook for, you know, 25 to 30 to $40 million a year, you know, eight, nine, 10 years down the road. Like they don't, they want to try and avoid that. I mean, it's one of the reasons that they didn't get Marcus Simeon. They didn't want to go to the eight years on Simeon. 
And that does it for the CMT Talk Season 2 uh, highlights. If you want to listen to these episodes, they're all linked into the description. This will give you a little bit more context for exactly what was going on in and around these clips. Yep, and make sure you subscribe to the CMT Talks podcast and visit our website, cctalks.com, for everything you need to know about the show. Call us with questions at 360-389-2630. Again, that's 360-389-2630. And of course, follow us on Twitter at CC Talks Podcast. We'll be back with season three of CNC Talks on January 4th, but until then, enjoy the holiday season and have a happy new year. For our production team of Morris and Zach, I'm Colin. I'm Charlie, and we'll see you next year in 2024. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.